everyone to the Excuse Me podcast. I am your host, Vicki Guerrero, and I am so grateful to be here for another episode with all of you. I want to thank each and every one of you for your support. Please keep spreading the word. Let all your family and friends know, your coworkers, um, colleagues, whoever it is, please let them know that the Excuse Me podcast is on season four, and I would appreciate all the downloads, clicks, and subscriptions. And if you have any guest ideas or just want to communicate with me, please email me at excusemevicky at outlook.com and I will be happy to get back to you. But now it is time for our episode of the week. So grab a beverage and a snack, get comfortable, and I'll see you on the other side. Excuse me! Hey everyone, it's Vicky Guerrero, your host of the Excuse Me podcast. And guys, I have a special guest for this week because we used to work together in WWE. She is talented. And when I name the list of accolades that she has under her name, it is quite impressive. And I'm so honored to call her my friend. And I cannot wait to share her story with all of you. So please welcome Ms. Arian Andrew. Hi, Arian. How are you? Girl, so excuse me. <laughs> I'm gonna have to wait. It's Ariane, girl. Ariane, yes, <laughs> babe, beautiful, gorgeous. <laughs> no, it's it's okay. People, I mean, everyone always knows me as Cameron, so my name is a little hard to say. So, Ariane, Ariane, Ari, Ariane. Yes. Okay, I'll to stress the R on it. That'll yeah. <laughs> I can't roll my R with being a Mexican, so I'll do it that way. Girl, you're all good. Trust me. I've gotten called Adrian. So I'm like, I don't know where the D came from, but you know what? It's all good. Oh my gosh. I was looking at your research and I'm, I'm so proud of you because since WWE, you have gone like 120 miles per hour and you haven't stopped. Oh, I mean, yeah, it, I mean, but that's what the grind is. And I think that's something that WWE, WWE, see, tongue twisters. Um, <laughs> I think that's something, um, being in that company, it teaches you a lot. You know, um, I feel like, and I always say it, if you can make it in WWE, you can pretty much make it anywhere if you have the drive and tenacity to do so, because it's not easy. Yeah, we, we have some history together because you used to be part of the Funkadactyls. And I was general manager and we went through several dance-offs together, which I always lost. And I, I did the most ridiculous dances. I can't believe they would ask me to do some of the dances, but it was a lot of fun working with y'all. I mean, you and Trim were just a delight. Uh, you know, Tyrus, I had him on my show about a couple of years ago and he just laughed because he goes, there were things that we did in that ring that he goes, I just wanted to crack up, you know, and just laugh. Um, how has it been, I mean, with you, because you and Trin were trying to do, um, y'all were trying to do videos, is that correct? Y'all were trying to get into the dancing scene or singing scene too, is that right? Yeah, a, a little bit. If anything, I would say we're really trying to get into like the wrestling scene because, you know, that's, that's what we wanted. But, you know, I look at life like when life throws you something, you adapt. And now Trin comes from a dance background and I was like, wait, what? A dance. I mean, I dance in the shower and I dance at the club, but wait, I got to go put on some heels and go dance. Um, 
Okay. You rocked it. You rocked it though. I, I appreciate it. I mean, I look at life like, again, um, I think a lot of times in life, people miss their opportunity because they're like, I can't do it, or this is hard for me, or it's out of my comfort zone. I feel like you just got to figure it out. You just figure it out and you, and you roll with the punches, even if you're not the best. The worst thing I always say, don't ever let a dream live, live at the cemetery. And the worst thing you can ever do is say no, as long as it's in your comfort zone, you know? I, I can agree with that. Um, so let me, let me explain to my audience how hard you have been working. You're known as the queen of all trades. Love that. That's amazing because I'm going to list all your accolades that you have been hustling with. Oh. Uh, former WWE superstar, uh, also known as the Funkadactyl, pro wrestler, singer, model, dancer, actress, athlete, entertainer, host, philanthropist, and fanpreneur. What is that? Girl, well, first off, thank you so much for the list of accolades. I'm like, whoa, okay, you just, you just over here boosting my, my confidence over here. So when I say femipreneur, it's just a female entrepreneur. It's the female version of entrepreneur. That's incredible. You know, this can't be taken lightly because you are you are taking life at with a, a full cup of you know juju juice i mean you are just really doing everything you can and that's so motivating to me to see that you know another female is just whatever it is you're welcoming yourself into that opportunity and that's exciting for me because you know it's just it's each other empowering and when i saw everything you were doing i'm just like she has to be on my show. Oh, no, I, I really do appreciate that. Because I mean, I'm honored. Vicky, I mean, you girl, you're a legend. I mean, the things that you've accomplished within yourself, creating your own name from yourself, um, even though you're a Guerrero. Let me wait, look at me over here saying things. Like, <laughs> <laughs> one and what? It's a one, one point <laughs> Guerrero. Guerrero. <laughs> There we go. See, see, um, it happens. Um, you've also created your own name, you know. Um, I look at you and even it it I look at someone, especially because wrestling WWE is sports entertainment. People look at it as the wrestling um aspect, but how you created your name from just being so dynamic on the microphone, that's a skill. And not many people have that. People can, I always say people can teach. Um, you can teach someone how to wrestle. You can't teach personality and you can't teach someone to be able to gravitate to a crowd where you can make people feel a certain way. That That's talent to me. That's true talent. Thank you. I just, I, I just had to put God first in everything I did and every night because there was things that I just were told what to do and I would walk away going, all right, God, it's, this is your, this is your night. <laughs> Whatever it is I'm going to do, I'm going to put you first. And I never fell going down the ramp. I never, you know, tripped. And thank God, <laughs> it, just, it, it, it was a lot of stress, you know, especially for me not even being part of the business, you know. Um, yeah, so it's just to see how we are, where we are today is pretty incredible. Absolutely. I mean, and even taking your journey and now being an AEW, you know, I got the chance to get to work with you. Um, yes. <laughs> so that, and just to see like, 
you went from what, from, you know, one thing to being able, like, you're so talented and you're so good to now, you know, being where you're at right now. And I mean, that just goes to show, I think when you're a good person and you put in the work and you're talented, this guy really has no limits. Thank you, sweetie. So the last time we did see each other was at AW, the women's tag team tournament, which was incredible because it was all a woman show. The mm-hmm. reps, the commentators, the roster. It was such a fun time. And when I saw you, you looked incredible. I mean, you just looked like you had clarity, like you were just doing your thing. And to see you, you know, uh, go through that tournament and just, I just kind of like sit back and go like, yeah, she's got, she's doing good. And there's some people, you know, you look at in life and go like, gosh, you know, they kind of missed the, the boat. But yeah, Aria is just so impressive to me. And you know, to, to see all your accolades. I mean, we have so much to talk about. Girl, I'm ready. Doing. I didn't even know that you were even, you were even executive producer for uh, Jaded Films. Now, Jaded is the, the title of the movie, correct? So it's called, yeah, Jaded Pictures, which is, you know, I've always loved entertainment. And the reason I decided to create my own short film, which by the way, is an award-winning and we're potentially fingers crossed if all goes well we'll be turning into a tv series um that will be on bet oh my gosh congratulations thank you appreciate it yeah no i you know this is how i look at life life is difficult adulting is difficult um you can't wait for people you know you can't wait for the door to open if you sit there and wait you may be waiting your whole life and you never want to say i wish i could have should have would have you know and um, I decided to create Jaded Pictures with my um, partner, Dash. We co-wrote it. We executive produced it. We also were the leads. And it wasn't just about just making a film. It was about including mental health because that's something I never talked about, but something I'm very open about now. I am diagnosed with ADHD, depression, and anxiety. And I thought, especially in the Black community, you know, it's something that it's like, oh, you're fine. You know, and I hate to put like a race or anything like that on it, but it's the truth. In the black community, you're just kind of told, just you're you're good. So let's sweep that under the rug. Um, so you know, in life, if you're not growing, you're dying, you know. And as I've grown as the woman that I am now, I was like, I want to make a film where it can touch on so many different things. And it's about two influencers, and social media is so big. Think about it. I have to ask you, have you ever looked at someone's social media and and, and are like, why don't I have that? Yeah. There's a lot we of pressure all, on social media. It's a lot of pressure, but a lot of times everyone's just showing their highlight reel. And the whole premise is when you live for the camera, you die behind the scenes. So Jaded Pictures is about two influencers who are on the outside. Everyone loves them. They're in the mansion. They're living their best life, but really they're living their best life. Wow. Mm-hmm. So Everyone can kind of relate to social media. Um, Everyone can relate at some point of comparing their life to someone else. And that's what the whole film is about is these two influencers who people think their life is perfect. But when really when you go behind the picture, Jaded Pictures, and I play the character Jada, it's not what it seems. So where can fans find this movie or this short film so they can watch it? So it's not out. It's kind of one of those type of things in the industry. Um, You kind of have to hold it 
Um, cause if you put it out, then networks don't want to pick it up because it's, it's out there. So it's not out, but fingers crossed, if we get this deal, then it will be turned into a TV series, which everyone can watch. I am going to be praying for you. That is so incredibly exciting. Thank I you. Mean, that's like Thank hitting you. the big stage, you know, and there's so much truth to that. And, and we're going to hit on, on mental health too, because, you know, back then we were in WWE you couldn't call and, and say, I'm having a bad mental day. Mm -hmm. You know, you couldn't do that. You had to show up whether you were having a good or bad day. And I'm not, I'm not just dogging WWE, but in general, you know, 10, 15 years ago, nobody could say anything because I felt personally that I was by myself having this bad time in my life and nothing was wor working. I couldn't function. Nothing was making sense to me. And you, but when you got to work or even at the airport, you put a mask on. You're just like, I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. good. And, and when inside, you were just ready to just fall down and cry all day long. Absolutely. And, and you know, um, I, I, I mean, I see a therapist too. I'm very strong in mental health. And Me to too. Try and, you know, people think, oh, you have everything together. And I'm like, no, I know I, I don't. You know, and my therapist, you know, something that I really had to take from him that he was pushing on me is not to go on social media until after 10 in the morning and do not go on after seven at night because I was so focused on my social media and everyone else's I wasn't sleeping at night and I would start off my morning watch, watching everyone and that was part of my problem was that I was focusing on everything else and not worrying about Vicky and putting Vicky first absolutely and Social media is very cruel in these days. I mean, there is so much peer pressure and business pressure. And I, I, I love the synopsis of your film. That's incredible to see that, to have that story being told. Yeah. And it's, it's just like a creative way of being like, I want to be a creator, but what's my message? Because I always feel like in life, first off, no one wants to hear about no one wants to hear about you. You know, everyone's kind of consumed with themselves. And I'm like, what is something that I can create that I'm passionate about, but where it can be like a trickle down effect where people are like, this is entertaining, but this brings value, you know? And that's why I decided, you know, well, why Dash and I decided to create this. It's like, you know, let's do something that's valuable. And then, you know, tying in mental health because Jaded uh, or, or Jada, she's a manic depressive. Now I'm not a manic depressive, but with dealing with depression, I'm also able to write because I know what that feels like. I know what that feels like to not get out of bed. And, and it's the truth because when you, when I was in WWE, I got diagnosed um, and I, and I'm learning to be comfortable with saying I have to see a psychiatrist. I see a therapist for my own personal every Wednesday. I journal, do all these things um, that again, you couldn't talk about these things years ago you just kind of had to suck it up and I'm glad that we're kind of in a space now where I think there's like a in a sense I, I, I'm torn because I feel like sometimes a lot of people are like I'm depressed when it's really just sadness and it, there's a difference of like you don't even have the energy to get out of bed like going to eat is a struggle you know but it, on the flip side, the reason why I am happy about being in WWE, it's because it taught mental toughness. Now I could be struggling, but I had no choice. I, you have to show up. 
And I think in that sense, it taught me a lot, you know, like, because when you are dealing with mental health, when you do have things you have to get done and there is no, there's no other um, choice, you, you, it pushes you to get out of your comfort. You may be at 70, but you're, you're, you're pushed to get out of that comfort, you know? Yeah, so. And I think as with our platforms, we have such a responsibility to be real with the fans and the public because, you know, we have this misconception that oh she's on tv and she is you know a pro wrestler and she works with all these great celebrities when in reality you know to be able to be real and say you know i i have a therapist i i see a psychiatrist i'm i have to have tools to get through my day and i have to remember to eat i have to remember to get my sleep and to say no when i can't handle something that's being presented to me and the fans that I talk to, they're just like, I can't believe that you've been doing this. And it's, it's such a, it's kind of crazy that they think that we're just kind of like this robot that just goes through life and nothing bothers us. But, you know, there's family and there's finances and there's business and work and the traffic and bill. I mean, there's just all kinds of stuff that just, it builds. And if I don't take care of myself and have those tools, I'm in a pretty, I'm, I'm pretty bad shape by four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, it's the truth. If you don't take care of yourself and what I'm learning, and it's been very hard for me because I'm a very giving, per, a giving person is to say yeah. no. It's, it's very hard. hard. It's very hard to say no, but also just saying no without an explanation, you know, because you feel that, like that's horrible. It's, it's so hard to, to even still, I know what to do, but it's hard to still do it sometimes. Yeah, because you feel like you're not showing up. But what I've learned is if I'm not showing it for myself, how the, I don't know if I can cuss, girl. Yes, it's my oh, show. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, hell's not a bad word, but I don't know how the hell am I supposed to show up for my family, my friends, my relationship, for work, for all adulting. Like if I, if I'm not good, I serve no one. I, I can't serve anyone. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. I love this so much because I hope that by our conversation, if we can reach out to one, two, three, four people and they see that we have these tools that helps us get through our day. I think that's just, um, it's a great message of strength and courage. You know, for us, it takes a lot of courage for me to say, you know, that I, I am not able to do that for you. Absolutely. And like you, just like you touched on, it's people look at our life. Again, they look at social media, they've seen us on TV, they're like, they have no problems. And it's just like, no, 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 we're human beings, just like everyone else. Like we go through shit, you know, like, and again, my shit's a little bit, I, well, again, everyone, it's relative, but because I deal with mental health issues, my shit sometimes can be even it's, it's like pounded on 10 times because dealing with mental health also too is like a struggle within itself on top of just adulting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so let's talk about your acting because I saw that you were in a movie called Underdog, which mm -hmm. was, looks incredible. How did you get into acting? Was that first and then you got it, you started writing your, your short film or what, what was the process of that? So um kind of you know I've always loved entertainment I've always loved acting I've always I, that was just always I've since I was a kid I've always loved it and um 
yeah, underdog happened. But then I was like, you know what? I'm waiting for all these opportunities. And it goes back to, if you don't build your own door, you can be waiting for the rest of your life. So I was like, you know what? I need to take, I need to be proactive. This is going to be difficult. I've never done this. I've never written a script. I've never executive produced. I've never done all of this, but I'm like, again, and I don't want to say it's failure because I don't believe in the word failure. I just believe if you don't try something, how do you know to, to, um, how do you even know? Like, how do you, how do you step, you know? And it's never failure. It's just, okay, this maybe didn't work, but now I can go back and revisit because I did all these things wrong. Now I can know how to do it right. And then, yeah, underdog happened. And um, after that, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna, and I had a few things that I booked, but then I was like, you know what, I wanna do something that's like, that's dear to me. That's how Jaded Pictures happened. And then this year, my first lead role in Strawberry Princess happened. So I got my first lead role um, in Strawberry Princess, which by the way, guys, um, if you're bored, uh, you can stream it. It's on Tubi, Direct uh, TV, Amazon, and we're going to be moving to the premium channels. Um, and that that Strawberry Princess really tested me because I had to play a lot of different roles. But again, you know, um, I feel like I learned so much in WWE. I can there's negative, there's pros to con, pros and cons to everything, and it taught me a lot because I'm like, it really allowed me to have to like dive deep and play these multiple multiple characters that I'm like if I can do this okay I'm ready like I'm 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 ready what's next you know what's funny is that we talk about you know theatrics and entertainment and wrestling we we acted a lot backstage in segments um in the ring you know the way you had to react to someone you know uh with someone's promo or whatever it was I think this is such a great experience for any wrestler because if you if you enjoy it you can always take it to the next level like you have you know and absolutely um, and obviously you don't have stress or, or nervousness being in front of a camera so this is kind of like this is all in your journey of just like it's you're just paving your way into bigger things because you you had like the, the little piece of cheese now you're ready to go have like a huge old piece of cheesecake you know and, and ready for the big reward <laughs> No, it's, it's for real, because especially think about the times, like, I mean, you did it way more than me going live. There's no, oh, can we redo? Yes. <laughs> like if you, wanted up, to. <laughs> you gotta keep going there. If you forget, you're just like, I gotta keep going. I mean, imagine you just stopping being like, um, cutting a promo. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, um, yeah. Can I get the line? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I knew how to like just work it, fake it till you make it. <laughs> but again, that that in itself, that again, that's a talent because I mean, even on the on the big screen when you're in a and you're in front of a camera, you can redo. If you mess up or you forget a line, you can redo it. WWE, when you're live, there's no can I get the line, line, please, or can I it's just like Oh, I forgot what I'm saying, but I just got to get back. Oh, got to figure it out. And that's yeah. a lot of pressure too, especially when you have a, like a camera in your face and there's a live audience. Like, yeah. And our fans are smart. Yes, they will. And they will, they will give you the business in two seconds. <laughs> and I, and I, but it's crazy. because I'm like, you come do this. You try it and tell me how you feel. 
you know, Ariane, you have a lot of projects that um, have to do with uh, being uh, physically fit and, and keeping in shape. You have the Double Academy. Is that something you also created on your own? Yeah, so Double Academy is just kind of like a spinoff of Girl By, where I'm like, it's my initials, Ariane Andrew, where I take you to school to not only get physically in shape, but mentally in shape. And that all goes back into like mental health. Because again, I mean, going back to what we're talking about, you can be physically fit, right? But if this isn't together, it doesn't mean anything. Like your your mental well-being is so important. So I decided to create the app um, to bring not only physical awareness, but mental awareness. Because back in the day, girl, I'm going to tell you, I was on to fitness. I was about my sleep. I like Trin and I both be like, okay, girl, what time do you want to wake up? Like, okay, we just gonna we just gonna sleep. <laughs> like, working out was just not really a part of my routine. I was like working out in the ring, and that's enough. Um, and then after you know, I was you know out of WWE and got my diagnosis and stuff. I was like, I have to find ways to get this outlet to like you know to when things are going wrong, what are my positive outlets, not things that can get me in trouble or, you know, I wanted to have something positive. So I decided to create the app um, because I started getting strongly into working out and I wanted to do something that was different. I'm like, everyone has a fitness app. What's going to make mine different? So I decided to create something that's not only mental and physical, but also at the time the pandemic happened, never giving someone an excuse where they couldn't work out from home. So like I created the app, it's for any skill level. Um, all the names come from different cities. So it makes you feel like excited. It's like, okay, today I'm in, hmm, I want to be in Arizona. Ooh, okay, I want to be in Miami. So I created all the, the names. Um, so you can feel like you're in a, like, you know, like you're on vacation while you're working out. Because sometimes working out can also be the struggle if you don't feel like it. So tell, tell my fans where they can find this app and um, is it, is there a charge? Is it free? What is it, where they can go to sign up? Yeah. So I have it on Google play and is that right? Yeah. Google, yeah. For Google. Android, Google for Android and um, for um, the iPhone. Why am I having like a, 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 a blank right now? What the app store, there we go. Ah. The app store and I made it super affordable. So um, you do a seven day trial, which is completely free that we can figure out, mm, this is for me, this is not for me. And it's only $3.99 a month. Yeah. Did you get mental, physical, and you have recipes on there too, don't you? I have recipes. I have um, like when I got, when I went back to the Royal Rumble, I have like what I did to get back. I have the summer, summer workout. I have, like, so there's like these challenges and stuff too. You can take picture, you take, well, I encourage you to take pictures of yourself after every workout because it's always good to see like, you know, where you started and then where you're at. So then you can take pictures. Um, I do blogs. So, you know, just having like this community of people where it's like a safe place. Um, and for anybody, because, you know, working out can be very intimidating. And that's why I wanted to create something that it's not like, yeah, at some time I may look nice and cut, but other times, sometimes I'm lacking. And it just was, I just wanted to create something where it was for everybody, no matter where, where your journey's at, whether you're beginner, intermediate or advanced. I love that. 
Now, coming off of your fitness, you're an ambassador for Boomer products. And I think this is so hilarious how you incorporate you going out of the town and then relying on these products to get you back level so you can start working out again and uh, hydrate yourself and um, replenish those fluids that you might have drank away the night before. I am interested in these because, you know, there's Friday, Saturday night that you want to go and just, you know, let loose and have fun. I I've never heard of these and it looks great because it's helping you because your your testimony is helping that, you know, that it does help you after having a binge of drinking and eating bad and all the things that go with a, a night out. <laughs> well, girl, I don't wait till Saturday. If I want to live my best life, I'm like, I only get one of these. So I'm going to do what I want. Of course, it's about balance, which I'm still trying to learn. But yeah, this, this is the thing about me too. I don't, I don't do or promote things that don't align with me. For me, it's not about, I will never do something just because there's a check, you know, awesome. um, I want to do the, and again, like now they're, anyways, I won't go down because I can, that's my ADHD going down a whole rabbit hole. But the reason why I, I really stick by these products is because first off the people behind them, great people. Um, I love people who have like a great message. Um, Christina Culp, who's like the director of marketing, she's the like one of the most amazing people ever, but then their products, it's like, they're natural. Um, they don't have, they're vegan. It has everything that I align with and what makes me who I am and my brand. And yeah, I use their products because for example, having ADHD, um, again, if you need medication, if you need medication for depression, you have to do what's best for yourself. But I try to stick to being very holistic. So they have the ashwagandha, which is for focus and something that I use when I feel like I, I can't keep it together. And then also too, I feel like I run very low on my energy. And so like their boomer boost and their, um, their collagen too, because I'm like, you know, ooh, got to keep the skin together. They have the collagen, which is also really good um, for, you know, decreasing wrinkles. We got to embrace, we got to definitely embrace the aging process. But I'm like, if I can still, you know, decrease these wrinkles, let's go. So yeah, I um, found out about their products and it's something that's definitely helped me along the way with my mental health. And just, and again, I'm not, I'm not always consistent. I'm going to keep it a thousand percent, but these are things that have definitely helped me when I am on the go, when I am busy, it's like, okay, I'm not, again, I don't, I'm not really big into like taking vitamins. I do it. It's hard. It's hard. And I'm, I, I don't know, just it, but I'm like, if I can just throw this in my drink really fast, or I like friends with the collagen, it's like a sweetener too. So I put that in my coffee every morning. So then it's like finding the ways to incorporate health without me feeling like, oh, do I have to do this? <laughs> now, where can the fans find these products and what's your code that they can order under your, your discount? Yeah, so it's um, boomer boomerboost.com and my code is RE30. So it's 30% off of your entire order. So oh, yeah, and, and again, like it's something that I've definitely had to incorporate because as much as I'm about mental and physical well-being, just trying to incorporate these things can be very difficult. But I'm like, if it can work in my routine, I'd have coffee every morning. So it's like, boom, my collagen. Okay, I'm feeling a little low on energy. Instead of going to get a, a Red Bull or an energy drink, it's like, let me throw this into some juice 
I'm going to, or my water, because I have to have water and then I'm getting my nutrients that I need. That's amazing. Um, another accolade that you, well, we're talking about two right now, your philanthropy, uh, you have three, let me just say this, your direct, your direct dot me at Ariane Andrew is spectacular. I went on there and it is so I mean, it's beautiful and it's easy to read. And I've never, I have Linktree, but when I saw yours, I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Like it's classy. It's, it's you, it's kind of reflection of like, you know, what your life is about and the colors, everything was just kind of like meshing to what Ariane's world is, you know? And yeah. so, um, I love all that because I encourage the fans to go to your direct me because it has all your projects on there. And I didn't even know this existed. I mean, fans can even pay you. I thought that was pretty cool. Like, I like this one right here. <laughs> yes, girl. Um, wait, hold on. I just lost you for a second. You paused. I didn't catch oh. the last thing you said. Oh, no. I said, I love the one where the fans can pay you. <laughs> no. And again, like, I, I first, <laughs> do I want to put this? I'm like, does this seem a little thirsty? But I'm like, you know what? Creating content and doing all these things, it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of work. You know, I'm like, so I'm like, if someone's feeling generous, great. This helps me with the content that I'm that I'm making. Cause people think like the great things that they see, which I know, you know, just like creating this, doing a podcast, that's effort, that's energy, it's putting things together, it's editing. That's a lot of work and a lot of investment. So I'm like, if you guys enjoy it and you'll enjoy what I do. If you're feeling, it's not, it's not required, but if, if you're feeling, you know, especially during this holiday season. It is the holidays. Exactly. Because <laughs> like, there's a lot, there's equipment, there's, you know, all the, the cords, the microphone, the computers, it takes a lot to bring, you know, some enjoyment to others. So I like that point of view, you know, if you're appreciating, you know, your podcasts or, you know, your projects, I think. A little tip is always kind of cool to receive is it shows that you're appreciated. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's just how I look at it. It's just like anything. I mean, when we go to a restaurant, you know, we tip our server because, you know, they gave us, a. I mean, sometimes they don't, but you still even tip them, even if your service wasn't great because you're like, okay, it's the effort that they put in, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. the way of how they make their living. So you're also the host of your podcast called Sipping the Tea. I love that. Um, and you have a partner, Matt Dillon. This, you're also, your page on Instagram is beautiful. How you have your guests. Like, I, I thought about doing like just a podcast page, but yours looks really organized. Like, I love how you have all your projects on an Instagram page. How, what season are you in? How did this get started? Who is Matt Dillon? Tell us about your pod. Yes, girl. So I'll spill the tea. Um, unfortunately, I, after three years, it's not over, but we did take a pause because um, three years of just nonstop. We never had seasons. We have, I think, 150 episodes. The Bellas were actually our 150th. Um, Trend, aka Naomi, was our 50th. Um, we did a lot of episodes that even pushed through during the pandemic. So things kind of... Um, taking a pause, but we definitely plan on coming back. But how it started is, um, so Matt Dillon, not the actor, he was my um, publicist. And one day I was like, I would, uh, he was working and doing some stuff um, 
back, it's not the, uh, the studio's not there anymore, but we were doing it at a studio in West Hollywood. Um, after the pandemic, it closed down. Um, and I was like, I want to create a, I want to create something, um, like something where we have all different types of people, people who have accomplished great things, no matter what their genre is and interview them. Cause I feel like how you learn in life is from other people. How, how did you get your story? Like, how can I learn from you? Um, but also what kind of value can I give? Like, how do we exchange to build, you know, cause being at the top by yourself, it's lonely. And I'm all about like, how do we all win together? So he was like, well, would you be down if we did it together? And you know, he has like a really big personality and that's just kind of how it started. We had our amazing studio in West Hollywood. The pandemic happened. He moved to Miami and we didn't know when the pandemic was going to end. And I was like, well, we no can't. Did. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm like, we can't stop. Let's figure it out now on Zoom. Like how, and it made it even better. And since 2020 was a crazy year, but I felt like, you know, depending on where your mindset is at, it allowed you to grow and adapt. And like, guess who would never be able to get who didn't live in LA? We were able to now, if someone's all the way across the country, we can now interview them because they didn't have to be in LA. So I was like, this is actually exciting because yeah. now you can interview people across the world. And yeah, um, again, we took a pause at the end of last, oh my God, it's going to be a year um, at the end of December, but we do plan to bring it back. But I think the break was needed. I mean, because we went three years. It was no seasons. It was just ongoing. And it, and again, a lot of work, a lot of effort, getting people on, the editing, the putting it up on YouTube, putting then having a social media page. So it it was it was a lot of work, but I definitely miss it because I feel like days when I was like, I don't feel like doing this. I don't want to interview anyone. Like I'm tired. I would hop on the, hop on, you know, the zoom. And then it just is almost like you start talking to people. And then when people have a good energy, you're like, I'm like, I needed this today. This made me feel good. Like you end up getting someone's energy. Who's like inspiring. And you're like, okay, I, I feel back. It's almost like a therapy session. Yeah. You know, you mentioned about, you know, having people that are doing great things. I, I truly believe. And just like I have you on today because I think it's always important to keep our minds open and our hearts open to learn more because someone might have some bit of advice that you've never even practiced. And so this is why I was so excited to have you and to see all your projects. I, I needed that. I mean, I always need to have my women friends, even men, but I mean, the women friends are more special because when you see them doing awesome things, you're just like, okay, Monday's coming up. I'm going to do this. You know, it's, it's exactly. time to hit the, the ground running. So this is incredible, and I love that about your show. Um, you're also a philanthropist, which is humbling, and so that's it's so good to hear. You have um, these three uh, projects: the LA Mission, the Monday Mission, and the Union Rescue. So those this are those are all in one. The um, Union Rescue Mission, and it's called Monday at the Missions. Um, so this is a crazy thing because my managers told me, you know, you have this great story. You do so many things behind the scenes. Like what I've been told is kind of like sometimes what I promote on social media, it's not really showing what you do. But I'm like, you know, I get torn because I'm like, I'm not doing it to show the world. Look at me. This is what I'm doing. I'm like, I'm doing it because it literally is something that I feel in my heart. Like 
I, I don't come from much. Um, I come from a very dysfunctional family where I've even been told, I don't know how you made it out the way you did. Like you should be a stripper. You should have a million kids. And like, I do it because I know what the struggle is. Like I do it because I was given the opportunity and a platform to have like to have the things that I have. And I'm like, how do you not give back? But also why is it important that I need to show the world what I'm doing? And, you know, I guess it's like that happy medium. So yeah, um, Mondays at the Mission, it's a shelter um, for women with their children. And um, every year I go and just do something, whether, I mean, one year we did um, where it was like create your own character, like WWE style of, but it's all on like only positive, like create your character and like, why do you have this character and make yourself like this superhero? So yeah, um, this year, because of COVID, I couldn't do it for 2020. This year, um, my business partner, Terrell, which I actually have another philanthropy project coming out um, with IME, and it's for it's called Queen, which I'll, I'll tell you a little bit more about that. We went there and um, again, it to me, especially when I'm going through things and I'm unhappy, it puts things into perspective. You know, when you when you give without wanting to receive, that really makes you feel happy no matter where you're at in your life. So yeah, I have um, always doing the, um, the Union Rescue Mission in LA. And then just recently, um, which is like perfect timing, it's called the Fashion Foundation. I've collaborated with them where they get clothes from like higher end um, client or higher end stores and they collaborate with celebrities where you, you go in your closet and you send them the clothes. They sell them, take the money, never give it. Because again, you got to be careful with like right. giving money. They take the money and they go buy school supplies. So like little things we take for granted, like backpacks, underwear, things that you don't even realize that children don't even have like uh, underwear and t-shirt. Um, so this year, um, it's actually launching next Friday. I gave... Because it was sentimental to me, I gave a pair of Christian Louboutins, or Louboutins, however you want to say it, um, out of my closet, as well as my um, gear from my my first, my match with Naomi. It was sentimental to me because it was our first match as not no longer being Funkadactyls for a battle, um, battleground for the pay-per-view. So um, yes, for anyone who's listening, if you want to participate, you can purchase either one of those things and it helps give back especially during the holidays because the holidays are a very exciting time but can also be really sad time you know with a lot of people going through hard times yeah exactly yeah and what's it called again it's called the fashion foundation okay we're going to tag that whenever um this episode comes out yes oh and why why i'm not trying not, not trying to like just talk your ear off girl but i do want to talk about queen um it's a song that i did but it's not just about the music because again i'm always doing things that have a um a message behind it so queen will be launching in 2023 we've partnered with see her um, my business partner terrell he has a um marketing agency called IME and we've partnered with see her and see her is pretty much it's a company that sees women in the entertainment business to make sure that they're seen and heard 
And um, we have this whole campaign for Queen where we're going to be doing the same thing. We want to build with um, companies so we can also give back to the community. So the music, um, whatever collaborations we do, it's all going to help to give back to the community. So it's a mus it's music with a purpose, especially having a platform. I want to be able to do something again that's entertaining where I'm not like, do this. And people are like, I'm bored. Okay, whatever. It's entertainment, but with a way to give back. Oh my gosh. You're very inspiring. You have so much love and compassion behind you that this is this is very touching. I never knew this much about you. And, and doing the research, you I mean, there's a lot here that you have been working on. I mean, it's something to be very happy in your heart about because you're you're taking a good something good and you know and helping someone that's less fortunate or someone that could use the help and i i would love to help whatever it is that you can see me in a fit for you need to let me know we have yeah my number and my email now and i would love to be a part of that yeah well i girl i i i absolutely appreciate that i mean again i know for some people, they do it because it's like, oh, social media or look at me. But I think, and not to get like emotional about it, but I just think about like where I come from. Um, things that I was never very open about, um, open to talk about, like the my family dynamic, not coming from much and, you know, to make it out on the other side. It's like, how do I not? Because a lot of people get stuck. You are kind of like sometimes a product of your environment. And I feel like if you don't have mentors, you don't have the right people in your life, you get trapped and you only like, this is, this is, this is my box. But because I've been given the opportunity and, you know, I even still look at myself and I'm like, I don't even feel even remotely sometimes successful. Like I'm very grateful for the things I have, but I feel like I'm like, I, I don't even think I'm where I need to be. And I'm like, if, but for the little that I do feel I have, I'm like, if I can help, I want to do that because I know what, I know what the struggle is. The struggle is, and the struggle is real. So, real. Can, yeah. you know, so, you know, that's something that, um, I was thinking about when, when you're talking about, you know, where you come from, you know, after Eddie died and all my family are Mexican wives that, you know, they stayed at home, they raised their kids, they cook, they clean. And the husbands in my family would always go work and you could always find my aunts in the house. I mean, any time of day, they were always there. And I had a lot of backlash from my family because they're like, how dare you, you know, leave the girls with a nanny? How dare you go and have this job across the world? And what's, what happens if they need you? And there's only one parent left. But, you know, there was like a, I needed to make a living. I mean, no yeah. one was offering to help pay my bills or, you know, to be able to you know, pay my house payment. And so I had to take the chance on me and bet on me. Absolutely. Look, you know, I think this is going to work at WWE. I love what I'm doing. You know, I'm going on year three and I was like, I, I can't listen to the negative and, and have people, you know, talk down to me because I believe in myself and the girls are good. You know, I have good help. I, you know, it's working. And so you just have to really bet on yourself in life and know that, you know, I'm happy doing this and I'm going to be okay. And I, I may have some bumps in the road or, you know, one trip is going to be horrible. And I've had, I went through 10 nannies in six years. That tells oh. you there's Ooh. a lot of, there was a lot of crazies that I brought into my house, but 
but you know, you just, but then I found the good ones out of the bad ones. And it's just betting on you. It's betting on you that you're going to do this. You're not going to listen to the negative and just, and if it doesn't work, at least I tried. Absolutely. And I have to say, I mean, just knowing Shaw and working with her, girl, you did a great job because she's one of the most sweetest, humble, hardworking. I mean, I, I've, you know, I got a chance to work with her briefly. And then also too, um, I went to one of the wow events in LA and just to see her and she was, she was, I was like, you did a really good job because I, I feel like she's a really good woman. Like for the little bit of time that I have um, met her, you know, um, so. Thank you so much. Applause to you. You, you did good girl. Thank you. Right, I'm going to do some rapid questions with you so my fans can get to know you on a personal basis and kind of get the quirks that, that make you uh, tick during your day. Um, okay. If you were queen of the USA, what would you do first to improve the country? Ooh, okay, that is a good question. Um, you are queen, so I thought, oh, I'm going to make it a queen question. <laughs> if I was the queen, um, the homelessness. I feel like, long story short, because I, I can be very long-winded, just it's a lot of homelessness, a lot of less fortunate people that don't have the resources. And I think a lot of times people are like, well, it's sometimes people are like, well, it's their fault. But I'm like, again, if you don't have me mental health, again, a lot of people are struggling because they don't, they don't have the resources needed. So I would say definitely improving the homelessness, especially that's why I moved out of California. I was like, I can't, this is, this is depressing me. I, I can't do it anymore. So definitely homeless. Yeah. Very good. What's your biggest pet peeve? Hmm. I got a few. Let me think about it. Um, people who flake. Um, and I also would say, um, I'm just leave it that people who flake. Okay, good one. Mine is a uh, tardiness, you know, like waiting for someone to show up. Oh, girl, I'm sorry. I was tardy today. Oh, no, no, it's about, no, 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 no. I'm talking about, you know, just like appointments, you know, like you're like, you go to a place and you're meeting someone and, you know, they're like 40 minutes late. I'm like, well, I could have like done a, a wash load or something. <laughs> See, that's why I was like, oh my God. I was like, I'm so, that's why it's specifically because time is everything. And it's like, my time is valuable and time is money. So I get it. That's why I was like, girl, I'm so sorry. I'm trying to oh get. Oh my gosh. You were four minutes late. I'm talking about people that wait almost an hour. And that I don't, I can't do that. Like I'll just talk. We're going to cancel. We're going to do it another time. <laughs> I feel you. All right. Here's another one. Which candy would you have an endless supply of for the rest of your life? None, because I'm not really a, a candy person. Wow. That... If, you, if you said food, as my stomach is over here grumbling, I'm, I'm like, I feel like it's almost like so loud. Everyone can hear it in the microphone. If you said food, now that's a different story. But candy, okay. I'm, not, I'm not a big sweet so, person. So then what type of food would you want as an endless supply? I'm going to choose two. I need sushi and I need Mexican food. Oh my God, those are my favorite. Yes, those two, absolutely. Chips and salsa with some guac. I just made some fresh salsa today for my house. 
girl, I'm gonna need you to ship me some here because that that is literally my weakness. That's like chips and salsa. That's what I will. I I don't know how to stop. I have to like. I love it. Off. <laughs> yeah, agreed. All right. Um, if you were deserted on an island, what two items would you take with you? Um, glitty and my phone okay all right good to know yeah Ariana, where can people find you on your social media uh, so that they can look up all your projects and help you out with uh all just anything that they can find on there where can they find you Yes, so everyone can follow me across the board at Ariane Andrew and definitely come hang out with me on TikTok. I have been very active on TikTok. I go live almost five days out the week and it's so much fun. Very different vibe than what people get um, on Instagram. So yes, come come hang out with me on TikTok Live. I'll be, I'll, I'm, I'm live all the time. So I'm a little addicted to TikTok. Like it's making those videos, I, I need to stop. Like it's when I'm bored, I'm like, I'll just do TikTok. <laughs> no, but honestly, it's because it's just like everything. It's like we had MySpace, face. It, it's like TikTok is like the new in. And at first I was like, I'm too old for this. Like this is for like the young people. But, you know, I'm like, I'm only as old as I feel. And I didn't embrace it and hop on the train before the train before I'm too late. So yeah. TikTok is where it's been at. Amen, sister. Well, Ariane, thank you so much. For joining me I am so freaking proud of you and I am so motivated by your energy and the love that you have for everything that you're working on and uh, if there's anything I can do I am I'm an email away or a phone call away and I just wish you blessings and love and just remember from me to you give yourself love and grace for each day that you start I appreciate it. And before we get off, I'm manifesting that we're going to work together. I'm coming back to AEW at some point. And we're going to do something. I'm manifesting it. In, and if not there, somewhere else, right? You never know. But I'm going to manifest something in the wrestling world, though. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to manifest that we have one. We, we have at least one more little kiki together. Yeah. Not a dance off, but something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not a, I don't know. Maybe we're having like a battle in the ring on the microphone, something. There you go. Thank you so much for joining me and have a beautiful day. And just, um, I, I can't wait to see what you do in your future. I appreciate you. Thank you, Vicki. Thank you. Bye, sweetheart. Bye. Thanks, Ariane. You were, you're incredible. Oh, thanks, girl. You I are, appreciate it. You are just motivating me. And I just, you know, I'm, I look at your, I look at all everything you're doing. And I'm just like, I'm 54 and I got, I got a little tired looking at everything. I'm like, I keep writing like, and she's an actress and a singer and okay. And I'm just like, I didn't get it going. <laughs> no, but that's the thing sometimes too, when you do, when you put your hands into too much, then you kind of spread yourself a little thin. And I've been told that I've been told like, you got to, what are your key things? You know, because sometimes I get a little too passion happy. I get excited. I mean, I, I want to dip my toes into everything that I see, but I just love your energy. And uh, we're going to be in Phoenix. Um, I think it's coming up like in February or March. So what, maybe we'll have lunch or you never yes. know. Like AW. You never know. Never I'll know. Just, Are you going on the cruise? The date. Huh? Are you going on Jericho's cruise? I am. I'll see you there then, girl. Are you on there? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. 
Alrighty then. Well, then I'm gonna I'm gonna see you regardless. I'm gonna see you in February. Oh my gosh, I'm excited now. That's yeah. amazing. Okay, we'll have to like we'll do something. Uh, maybe we'll be again uh, on the family view together, and like we can like. That's the thing. Team. I have no idea because initially he he had us come because it was supposed to be you know last year, right? I think yeah, last year, and yeah. he wanted to do sip in the tea. Um, <clears throat> but then now, I mean. I don't, I don't remember what happened, but I don't even, I, I forget what I'm actually doing. I think I'm doing a signing. Yeah, there's there's signings on there. There's yeah. all kinds of stuff. There's even bingo, like in the morning that I love. And then there's a casino, which I'm just like. You're like, it's going to be so much fun though. What, yeah. yeah. So I'm excited. I'm going to see you in February, girl. All right. Well, God bless you. Have a great evening. And thank you so much. Same to you. Thank you, Vicki. All right. Bye, sweetie. Okay, bye. Thank you, Ariane, for being on my show. I wish you love and success. And guys, keep an eye out for her because she is going to be moving mountains in the entertainment world. That's it for this week, guys. Please be kind. Love one another. Um, do something for yourself each and every day, whether it's 10 minutes or an hour. You come first and make it count. I'll see you next week. Take care and excuse me. Wow.